1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. The Courtney of the Kardashians.
0: Courtney. Court, court. Yeah. Hey, court. This is very scary, actually. She opened up yesterday about a recent medical emergency. Turns out her unborn child with Travis Barker needed life-saving surgery in the womb. She did not specify what was wrong, but it sounds like everything is okay now because she said walking out of the hospital with my baby boy in my tummy and safe was the truest blessing. She added, as someone who has had three really easy pregnancies in the past, I wasn't prepared for the fear of rushing into urgent fetal surgery.
2: Yeah, that'll wake you up.
0: Oh my God, it'll! I had it at 15 weeks. Scared the living crap out of me. Um, I don't think anyone who hasn't been through a similar situation can begin to understand that feeling of fear. I have a whole new understanding and respect for the mamas who have had to fight for their babies while pregnant. Mm. Travis tweeted, God is great. I flew home for a life-threatening emergency surgery for our baby that I'm so grateful went well. I want to say thank you for all the support. Tour resumes Friday.
2: Yeah, I totally forgot that he just without explanation had to fly. Like, take He canceled the concert. Was it here? Uh,
0: I don't know where. I don't know.
2: Oh, I got to look it up. Yeah. How uh, long
0: ago did this happen?
2: Uh, just a few days ago. It might have been Friday. I say, oh, I wonder what that is. Huh. Didn't occur to me.
0: Huh. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, I'll check that out. I'll follow up.
0: Bled Get back to you well. Now. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, last week, Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine <laughs> Baumgartner, got her child support knocked down to 63 Thousand do- knocked down yeah. to $63,000 a month. Ouch. What is that? $756,000 a year?
0: I wonder. I, I would love to see a breakdown of her expenses. Like, how did she come up with the number that she came up for that she asked for? And because it's child
2: support, it's not taxable, right?
0: I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, she, I've got
2: two ex-wives, but no children, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, what, <laughs> what the child support <laughs>
2: rules are.
0: Right. Well, is is uh, spousal support taxable? Do they have to pay taxes on that?
2: I don't believe so.
0: Is she getting spousal support, or did she have it set up? If she does not get any, trying to recall, I think she got the like details. a one-time
2: settlement that was in the prenuptial agreement.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Well anyway, Christine is very upset by the fact that she's only getting sixty three thousand dollars a month in child support because well, how can anyone on earth be expected to raise three kids on such a tiny sum?
0: Well, it's only twenty grand a month. I mean that's less than a thousand dollars a day per child.
2: you mean twenty thousand dollars a week?
0: well it it's she's getting 63 grand a month. yes okay so that's each kid gets 21 grand a month. Oh, I so, see. I get your point. Yeah, so that's less than, you yeah, know, that's yeah. like $750 a day.
2: Well, that's your you're See, now you're reasoning like Christine.
0: Yeah, how am I supposed to just spend $750 today on this one child? I mean, I'm going to purchase a pair of socks for them that's $750. Well, they're
2: very used to a certain... They're, they are. They've become accustomed to a it's, certain it's, lifestyle.
0: It's w- wake-up time. Mm-hmm.
2: So since she's now dirt poor, she says, quote, I will look into the steps I need to take and any schooling I need to do, and I will enter the workforce. There you
0: go. Get em, girl. You can do it.
2: In other words, she'll go on like a Real Housewives or something. She might. Christine was asking for $162,000 a month or just under mm-hmm. in court last week. She said that living... Oh, Wow. I was just kidding. She did say that. She said that living a luxurious life mm-hmm. was, quote, in the kid's DNA at this point. I mean,
0: that's probably true.
2: <laughs> if Moira
3: Rose can do it, uh huh, she can do it. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> and true. God. Wow. All right. We got to take a break.
1: Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Today we celebrate how the sausage is truly made.
1: It is National Salami Day. And salami! Salami!
4: National Salami Day. Meat
3: like salami? (laughs) Oh, you smell like salami. My teeth taste like kosher salami. Double salami with extra salami hold the breath. Once the last
5: piece of salami? Ah, you die.
2: Yeah. So there's already been a lot of speculation about... What broke up Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner?
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, Here's a new one that popped up yesterday. A ring doorbell. You know those ring cam doorbell? Yeah. Yep,
0: yep. They catch all kinds of fun things.
2: So TMZ claims to have heard from multiple sources that Joe caught Sophie either doing or saying something that the ring cam picked up that made him realize, oh, this marriage is over. Wow. There are no details beyond that, though. They don't know what it is, but it was something he heard or picked up on.
0: You got to remember those things are on. You got to remember you're being recorded all the time. I know. You know, you have to be like, if you're going to have, if she was having a very... You know, just heart-to-heart, vulnerable conversation with a friend. Right. You know, you got to think, all right, where's the safest place for us to have this conversation so we're not being recorded? Do we need to go sit in the car? Do we need to go in the backyard under a tree somewhere? Right. (laughs) And and if that's what it was or, you know, if she was making out with some other dude or whatever.
2: No, I know (laughs) someone who was spied on. She and her boyfriend broke up. Uh Uh-huh. She was moving out. And he wasn't there while she was moving out, but as you can imagine, you know, as they're lugging stuff eye. in and out, uh, there was some chatter there. And he later was, like, texting her all these nasty things, saying, well, I heard what you said about me, and I saw you took this and you took that. I mean, just that kind of yeah. insanity. You know it's over. Yeah. You know, when, it, when, it's, when it's come to that.
0: But wouldn't you... B, now maybe you would or would not do it, but if you were the dude and your ex is moving out of this home that you shared together, wouldn't just a piece of you be curious to see what was going on and look at the camera?
6: You're not taking
0: that, Ottoman. <laughs> <I know. laughs> ah, put down the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, well, I found out
2: later, she... She didn't think she, she even made the comment. I, I guess somebody had said, "Hey, we should probably watch what we say because of the uh the ring doorbell." And she's yeah. like, "Oh, he's too cheap to have paid for that level." Like it's ah. just it only activates. <laughs> like she was on the impression that it only activates if if someone rings it. She didn't think that he was paying. Well, I I guess there's yeah, an it's, added yeah. tier. There's always an added tier. If you want to Yeah. Get like the live feed with audio and everything else, and uh, turns out she was wrong. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So whatever it was, he heard. They don't know, or maybe <laughs> even saw. For all I know, huh. you know. Yeah, maybe it was someone showing up. Maybe someone paid a visit. Yeah. Yep, yep. They did issue a brief statement yesterday saying, after four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why. But truly, this is a united decision. Excuse me. But truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children.
0: Yeah. There Ah, you go. Kids are so little. Okay, Ethan Hawke recently directed his daughter Maya in a movie called Wildcat, and it's about author Flannery O'Connor, and there are sex scenes in it. So, did Ethan have a problem directing his daughter? having sex with someone on a screen. It'd be a little awkward. Yeah. He says, this is what he said. He says, we were so comfortable with it. I couldn't care less.
2: Yeah. At what point does,
0: uh,
2: I I don't have any biological children, Mm -hmm. so I can't really speak to this, but like as a parent, do you get, I wonder if you get to a point where once your child has not only entered adulthood, but. You know, maybe they've they've been in relationships, long term relationships, yeah. or maybe marriage. Yeah, where you just you see them as a, as an as an as a fellow adult. Kind of like, right. Yes. Like yes, it's my child. You're my child, and I love you very much. Uh huh. But you're a grown up.
0: I yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I, it,
2: it's not impacting me today the way it would have, say, when you were sixteen. Yeah,
0: yeah. I do not have sex conversations with my mother. Not at all. No. Yeah, exactly. No, it, 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 she, it, she has recently... Made a couple of comments about my dad, and I'm like, "Oh God, Mom! No, that's too
6: much information. Stop, stop, stop. You gotta know. <laughs> right. I
0: don't want to know that, Mom.
2: But she wouldn't make those comments if she didn't feel comfortable I with you know. as an
3: equal adult. So maybe I'm the one with the issue. I like where you're going but, with that. Jeff. Oh, you got issues. <laughs> <laughs> but think about him in his, in his directing role. Like, hey, babe, I really need you to arch your back a yeah, little more, right. stick your ass out a little more. I really want you to look, you know, more tongue. I don't know. Just, that takes know. it to another level, right? Yeah, just just turn your head a little bit. I know, bite his lip just delicately. Who knows? She
2: might have been showing him a thing or two. Like, yeah, that's so <laughs> true. Dad, you're so lame. This is how it started.
0: Well, she did say they agree that making art together is their quote safe place. Oh, okay, because they're making art. You know, so what a weird, bizarre dynamic. Weird. I though, know that would just be in that moment. I mean, it'd be on what? that I, and I think it's. Added weird that it would be one thing if a mother was directing a son, but a father directing a daughter makes it. Or even like a mother directing a daughter would be more comfortable. I mean, the worst possible conversation or combination is father daughter. Yeah, all of that.
2: Why are we more uncomfortable with that than if it was a mother and a son? Because it's
0: daddy's little girl. Well, moms and sons. It's an interesting. I don't know. I just think that that's a little bit more of a open kind of like moms moms are more willing to accept that their sons are having sex. Mm. Like when boys are teenagers, moms are like buying them condoms and saying just please be safe.
2: So you think that'd be psychologically but, harder for a father?
0: I think so because dads are like you will never have sex. You know, you are <laughs> you are gotcha. going to not date until you're 30. <laughs> that's kind of
2: well, your dad was pretty protective of you,
0: yeah, with good reason though I mean, you were kind of wild i well in some ways, and an instigator, true, but I dated a senior when I was a freshman in high school, but it was the boy next door, literally we had two houses on our driveway, and he was I could sit in my living room and see his front door, and so when we were going out, I would just sit in the living room and I'd see him get in his car and I'd walk outside and we'd You know, leave and he took, drove me to school. And, but he, my dad told him, he says, you do anything to hurt my daughter. I'm going to break both your legs and slam dunk you in this basketball hoop. And apparently, unbeknownst to me at the time, everyone, like all the boys in the high school were scared of my dad because he was just a big guy. You know, he was six foot four, very athletic. They were just intimidated by him. And other, like my boyfriend's friends were like, dude, you are so brave. (laughs) I was <laughs> so brave for dating her, so yeah, that's maybe just my projection on which I don't think I
2: ever encountered a dad
0: like
3: that,
6: yeah, no, mm mm-hmm. no.
2: uh Disney plus is discounting their basic package until September twentieth.
3: saw this if there's something on Disney plus you wanna watch do it now, do it now, and then cancel it, yeah, well,
2: they're trying to gain more subscribers for their ad supported tier. So for a limited time, that can be purchased for a buck ninety nine a month. Wow! If you don't mind sitting through the commercials, I don't know. I just I have a thing like I I, I understand advertising is part of the business mm-hmm. and it's effective, but in radio, it's free, right? You know.
0: Yeah, I mean you're not
2: paying for us, right?
0: When I got. Paramount, when I got, was it, I got just the regular Paramount. Are there different levels on Paramount?
3: No idea. I don't have it.
0: When I was watching, I, which whatever I got the original Yellowstone, the first time when I started watching Yellowstone, I don't remember, I think, I don't remember which streaming service it was, but there were commercials in it. And I watched two episodes and I'm like, no. And I went and got the Paramount boss and paid the extra to not have those commercials right in it. It interrupts the flow of the show. Right, and you don't want to pay money no. and see ads and too, see, and do both, even if it's just three dollars a month. Yeah, I don't care.
2: It's usually seven ninety nine, but for a limited time, it can be purchased for a buck ninety nine. Uh, that reduced rate is good for three months, and it's also available for new and returning subscribers. The service has new content for this month to sweeten the deal. Yesterday, they added the live-action Little Mermaid, and next week, they'll add Pixar's Elemental. Uh, they're also adding new weekly episodes of the Star Wars series
0: Ahsoka. Is that how you pronounce it, Jen? You're the Star Wars I'm not Wars even fan. sure. Oh. I can't keep up with all the new Star Wars stuff that comes out. I'll stick to the movies. You call yourself I... a Star Wars uh, fan. You know more than anybody else in this room. That's for darn sure. That is for sure. All right, so the Rolling Stones announced the details of their new album at an event in London yesterday. It's called Hackney Diamonds, first album of original music in almost 20 years. Drops October 20th. And Mick Jagger explained the title is like, quote, getting your car window screen smashed on a Saturday night in Hackney.
7: He added oh, great. That,
0: he added that the theme of the album is, quote, angry and disgust. On, disgust as in disgusting, not conversation. Oh, god. Gotcha. Disgust. Yeah. Um, on that note, the first single is actually called Angry, and they debuted the video featuring Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. Mm. There's also a track called Sweet Sound of Heaven featuring Lady Gaga. Oh. Mick called it gospel flavored, to which Keith Richards replied, quote, you've never been to church in your life.
2: That's what's so funny. They're so good at it. I know, right?
0: The album features Mick, Keith, and Ronnie Wood. Obviously, the late Charlie Watts appears on two tracks, and former bassist Bill Wyman returns to play on a song called Live by the Sword. (laughs) Stone's last studio album was 2005's A Bigger Bang. In 2016, they released a covers album called Blue and Lonesome, which earned them a third, their third Grammy. So, again, the drop date on that is October 20th. I wonder if, you know, since Lady Gaga's on it, if it's a record we might play.
2: Oh, can you imagine? Wouldn't that
0: be fun? And now we'll have to wait and see.
2: Meanwhile, The Rock surprised another tour bus of tourists again as he drove somewhere in L.A. and obviously made their day. Here's some audio from the video. Hey.
6: <laughs>
2: hey. You think he's like, he's driving around just doing errands, running his day-to-day, and then he mm-hmm. sees one of those Hollywood uh, sites tour buses and yeah. says, hey, let's have some fun. I mean... You know, imagine the power you have to make someone's day by just right. showing up like that. Yeah. How you guys, doing? You guys doing good? What's up, man? You guys good? awesome. Hey, did you guys go to my house yet? Okay, good. Keep it that way. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Take it. Gotta get the selfie. Get my big head in there. Bye, guys. Have fun. That was fun. That kind of stuff is some of the best parts of
1: fame right there. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Hey. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you? I am great. How about yourself?
0: Excellent. I'm doing good. Here are your three headlines. You pick the real one, you're going to go to the museum center for Lego brick shenari, and you can take three people with you. Great. All right, so here we go. Which one's real? Is it A? The woman arrested after floating naked on a raft in a pond at a kid's petting zoo. Is it B? Guy busted for streaking through a retirement homes bingo night. Or C. A man was charged after trying to cross the Atlantic in a giant hamster wheel. Hey, I know tempting, but no, it's the hamster wheel, dude. Believe it or not. People are crazy. A
2: man in Florida. yep, Says it right here. That's how the story leads. A man in Florida. Yep. Is facing federal charges after the U.S. Coast Guard caught him about 70 miles off the coast of Georgia in a homemade hydropod, which is kind of like a giant hamster wheel. Hmm. The guy's name is Riza Bellucci and he is a marathon runner who is trying to run to London. Wow. England. Okay. Well off, off the from off the coast of Georgia.
0: Yeah. How far did he get? <laughs>
2: Seventy miles off the coast of Man,
0: Georgia. How long miles. does it say how long that trip would take if he were actually able to complete it?
3: Uh I you know, I don't know. It, a long, long time.
0: I feel like, you know, anytime you have somebody that's going to swim across the Atlantic or they're going to do something crazy on water, you know, the 12-year-old that's going to sail around the world, that there's usually a bigger boat that's trailing nearby to make sure they're safe. Right. I wonder if Hamster Wheel
3: guy had a whole crew. He got an 18-foot Starcraft craft like a spotter. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Got to have somebody there. A little dinghy or something. I yeah. don't know.
2: Uh, when the Coast Guard found him, he wasn't exactly calm about the situation, and he refused to leave the vessel for three days.
0: Well, it's his life's dream, and they're wanting him to give it up. Uh, they
2: said, look, this voyage of yours is unsafe, and Reza responded by threatening to kill himself with a 12-inch knife oh, wow! and then claiming to have a bomb aboard, which turned out to be fake. Uh, But this is not the first time that Reese has been caught in the hamster wheel. He's been apprehended at least three previous times, including Mm. two years ago when he was trying to make it from Florida to New York. That time, he made it about 25 miles before washing ashore. In the past, he says that uh, he'll never give up this insanity.
0: Never going to give up. So why, do we, why don't we just let him do what he wants to uh, do? That's what I'm thinking. I, I now, mean, why do we care? I, why do we feel the need to, yeah. if that's his. Who's he harming
2: besides himself?
0: Besides himself, yeah. Right.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Coming up, we got a second date update. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. sometimes the first date seals your fate it's the second date update with jeff and jen on q102
6: when are we going on our second date you said you'd call me how long should i wait
2: hey mark who's looking for a second date update how are you
7: hey i'm good how are you
2: good good it says you says you went on a date with courtney is that right
7: yeah, um thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um I met Courtney online. So we went out a couple times and um the first date we met for lunch and everything, you know, went went pretty well. I thought she was really easy to talk to. We had a lot of stuff in common. It was it was good. It was nice. So when I walked her to her car, I asked if she'd like to go to dinner sometime and she seemed super excited about it. So I mean, we made plans right then and there. And then, you know, a few days later, we had our second date, and the restaurant was close to my house, and um, she actually offered to drive to my place, and then we'd ride together to the restaurant. And the car ride was nice, and I'm a calm and respectful driver, so I don't think that's like part of the problem. No, Um, but I'm
2: wondering if she wanted, she purposely set it up that way so she could see her place.
0: Mm. Oh, good idea, Jeff sneaky
2: too you know like was it a mess did you invite her inside
7: well she didn't come in at that point but later on yeah um the dinner did go really well we actually polished off two bottles of wine and, ooh yeah <laughs> did you say 3
2: Ew. He said 2 still but that's
7: still. a lot headache
0: one yeah. per person it's a bottle People, each
7: come on <laughs> That's a lot, yeah and i mean the food was really good and i mean we laughed a lot and then like i said we we did go back to my place and she stayed for a little while um we did not sleep together so uh don't think that but i mean i did kiss her and it was really nice and there was definitely some chemistry there but um when she left i told her i had a great time and i'd like to see her again and she she smiled and she said you know that'd be nice and she told me to call her and uh well, here we are. She hasn't gotten back to me since I've done all that and um no response. And I just kinda wanna know what's up. So here I am. Okay. What kind of shape is your place in? I mean I I to to me I think it's you know
6: You keep
0: it clean, you keep it neat.
7: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know. It just feels calculated.
2: Like, she wanted to go to, I'm going to go to your place, and then from your place, we're going to go to the restaurant. So, I guess that leaves the option of going back to his place later. She
0: might just have, yeah. Well, she might be one of those that wants to be in control of her destiny, mm-hmm. and she wants to- Better your the place restaurant. than my place. Yeah, and the restaurant, you know, if it's closer to his house. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah you're not sleeping at my house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why
2: don't we take a break, Mark? When we come back, we're going to call Courtney- And we'll see what she really thought of you and your two dates and your place.
1: Okay. And if there's any possibility of a third date. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the Second Date Update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our
4: second
1: date? Mark and Courtney actually went on a second date.
2: First date was lunch. Second date was dinner. Met at his place before going to the restaurant. Polished off two bottles of wine. Went back to his place. No sex. What a nice kiss. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'd like to see you again. She said, that would be nice. And uh, she said, call me which we've been through that discussion before. Did you call her or did you text her? I did both. And no response at all? Not even a blow-off response? Nothing. Nothing at all. Right. And this is where we are. So if you're ready, we're going to call Courtney and see what's up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
4: Hello?
2: Hi, Courtney. Yeah? It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning?
4: I'm okay.
2: <laughs> Is that weird
4: that we're calling you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: Good. What a giggle. Yeah, I like that. You kind of know what's up. Is that why you're giggling?
4: I don't know. I mean, I listen to you guys, so I haven't. I don't, what's going on?
0: Well, mm-hmm. we spoke with your
2: friend Mark, who you well, we had dinner yeah. with recently. You guys did a, a lunch ah. and a dinner, I guess. And he was telling us a little bit about you, and you sound like a fun, cool person. And yeah. just thought we'd give you a call and see how things were going.
4: Just checking in. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so funny. Um, it's not funny, but it's- <laughs> I knew I should have just told him. It was so weird. I don't know. I just I didn't know what to say. Because he's got this thing and whatever. We all have things. And just because it isn't my thing doesn't mean it's a bad thing, you know?
0: Right. Everybody's got a
4: thing.
2: Now, did you discover yeah. this thing at his house? I'm just curious.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I knew his, it. Um, <laughs> he, his thing is garden gnomes. Oh. Um. Oh. There's like hundreds of them. <gasps> I don't know.
2: I thought it was yeah. going to be a sex thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> you were,
6: ho- were you hoping?
0: Were you hoping for? That's where a weird my king? mind immediately went. Oh, yeah. Like no, I know they don't... didn't
2: have sex, but.
3: Still, I maybe they didn't he... have
0: sex because he offered up something he tried that, was, some move yeah, that yes. wasn't for
3: her. So the garden no. gnomes are in the house and not in the garden? That's
4: what I was going to ask. Are they outside? Yeah, they're everywhere in his yard. And I thought, okay, well, maybe he lives with his you know elderly mother her or mama? something. I don't know. No, he just really likes the gnomes. <laughs> and there's big ones and little ones and ones that are climbing up ladders and climbing up flower pots. And
6: That's
0: really There's funny. this
4: little garden gnome wedding scene set up like a tableau. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, now, are there like, lots
0: of flowers? Like, are they are they placed in gardens or are they just like strewn across the yard?
4: Well, no, they're placed like it seems, and I don't know. It's like Christmas, but not, you know. Okay, it's like it's like a nativity, but with gnomes. Yeah. Okay, I've never seen anything like it. I don't know. It was it was weird, right? But like at that point, at the beginning, like I was like, okay, well, it's not a total deal breaker. I mean, you know, I started to think, well, we have good chemistry right so if things work out I could maybe get him to scale back a little bit you know and we went to dinner we had a really nice time and I really you know I liked him like we had like there was definitely like yeah there was this chemistry and we got along and I don't know I just I really thought at that point I was like okay we can figure out the gnome thing but then we go back and I went in his house oh god and there's like more it was gnome sweet gnome well, it's, like, everything. Like, it's, like, the gnome kitchen towels and the pillows and throw blankets. And, like, that's, like, that's a commitment, right? So I had to ask him. And he was just, like, well, you know, I always loved them since I was a kid and collecting them for years and whatever. And I don't know. I could tell he really loved them. Like, that's his thing. Like, I would never be able to ask him to give them up. Like, that's just I, it's just so many faces for me, like, tiny faces. I don't know. It's just creepy <laughs> for me.
6: Oh, um, yeah.
2: Because my I, first thought was maybe this is just sort of a phase he goes through, like some people go through, you know, Jen went through like a precious moments phase for yeah. a while there, oh, and you yeah. kind of abandoned it. Like, do you even know where yours are?
0: I know where they are. Um, I, I sold most of them. I got rid of most of them. I have a handful, but I have an aunt that lived with me for a while that I used to be very, very close with, and she has a huge collection. And when I just saw her down in Florida, she's like, which ones do you want? Oh, geez. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, yeah, I'm like, well, let's not worry about it now. Yeah. See, this gives me anxiety just from a dust perspective, right. <laughs> like the clutter of the yeah. knick-knack of the dust, yeah. like I, is, uh, I can't. It could
3: also be, you know, I think we've all said something at one point to a family member, like, I like that. Oh, and then all of a yeah. sudden, everyone buys you that thing. And you're like, yeah. I just liked it. I did. I don't yeah. need 400 Wizard I of Oz I like salt, and pepper <laughs> shaker. I don't mm-hmm.
0: collect
6: them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: But Mark has said, stated, went on the record that he's loved him ever since he was a kid. So it's probably not a phase that's going to go away yeah. anytime soon.
7: Right, Mark? Yeah, I, I mean, I've loved them ever since I was a kid. So, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of been my thing. Have um, you ever been
2: judged I- for your affection for gnomes by your friends or anyone in your life before? Mm-hmm. No, not, not
7: not really. I mean, I had one friend said, you know, you, you have a lot of them. But I mean, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I know I do. <laughs> um, his friends so- are his gnomies. Stop!
6: <laughs> there's
0: so many. Roll with my nomies. <laughs> You're reading every shirt from Cracker Barrel, Tim. I, I know that's where you got this information. I've seen it. It's so interesting, though. Like what people collect. Yeah. You know, I mean, like every, she's right. Everybody's got a thing. Yeah. You know? So I mean, are they yeah. everywhere? Are they everywhere in your? House? I mean, she mentioned kitchen towels and throws and pillows. So there's the kitchen in the living room. Are, are they, they in the everywhere? bedroom? Everywhere.
7: Yeah. I mean, we I have a lot of them. That.
4: He joked about that. Well, I asked him. I was like, "Do you have them in your bedroom? You want to tell them what you said?" Because it was. I mean, I know you were kidding, but
7: when she asked about what I had in the bedroom, I said, "That's where I keep my troll collection." (laughs) (laughs) I was kidding. That's great. Totally joked. You gotta
6: like the sense of humor.
4: Yeah, no, it's funny, but, like, it was just, like, it's so many faces, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. You could have have
7: told me, though.
4: No, I know. I should have. Like, I should have. I just, like, I don't know. I just didn't want to insult you because I know you're into it, and I'm sorry I should have. I should have. I should have gotten back to you. Like, I don't know. I just think maybe you should try to find someone who's going to be okay with all of that, <laughs> that you have going on. I don't know. Like, find a dating service for people with similar interests. Does that even exist? I don't...
2: Did you add that to your dating profile online, Mark?
7: Maybe... Maybe you should. Yeah. It
0: should they should be in your profile. Uh,
7: pick? Pick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's my collection. I mean, I'm... But I, maybe, maybe I will look into that so, you, so I can find someone with more similar interests. But it's just my thing, you know? I'm
2: happy, man. If it brings you joy, that's cool. I'm done. Back yourself out.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Thanks, I I went out with a guy who had, like... He had action figures but they were like all on a shelf in his office like home office mm-hmm. and i was like okay like that i get it like yeah. that makes sense like they're not everywhere right yeah right. but yeah you guys these are, are everywhere good. wow i do enjoy the
0: scenes though like setting up scenes in the in the yard that's kind of cute and creative <laughs> it yeah.
4: is it's
2: fun
0: you got a side to you there that i like, like
2: I, I enjoy looking at them i just don't want them in my house same all right. Well, no second date, but it was great talking to you both. You sound like nice people. Sorry, it's not a match. But Courtney, we appreciate you taking the call and coming on Second Date Update. And Mark, appreciate you. Keep being you, man.
7: Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> That'll be you. great. You're the best. Take it easy. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Yeah, so uh, we started a club, new club. Yeah, we did. Our
0: very own club.
2: That's what that's what we did when we were kids. We'd start a club and we'd be like, but you're
0: not in it. Oh, of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, starting a new club, but... Uh, it's
0: very exclusive.
2: Yeah, we don't just let anyone in.
3: Nope. Nope, you got to qualify. Who are we letting in today?
2: We're letting in... Brittany Doherty, who Brittany. is on line one with us this morning. Good morning, Brittany. Hi,
0: Brittany. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Welcome to the club.
6: Thank
2: you. Here's your, here's your ta-da. ta-da.
6: <laughs>
2: and a little applause.
3: <laughs> I love the photo you, you included with your uh, your entry. You're all, you guys are all in your Bengals gear. Nice. Just nice. in time.
5: With that,
6: from that
3: big news from Joe Burrow yesterday. Yep.
5: Who is yeah, that
0: there Where with
3: Toby? you?
5: Say good morning, Toby. Good
0: morning. Ah, good morning. How old's Toby? How old are you? 3. 3. Oh. Yeah. You're having fun now. How many kids do you have all oh, together? That
5: we are.
0: <laughs> do you have other children too or is he the only one?
5: No, we have 3. So, Theodore, you want to say good morning? Morning. Morning. That's my seven-year-old, okay. and then I have a four-year-old. That is. Gotcha. How cool.
2: Now, where did I read this? You want
5: to say good morning. Hello.
0: Say good morning to the radio. Good morning. Good morning, buddy. <laughs> it's early, isn't it? Did That's I read? Oh, is.
2: here it is. Okay, I thought there was this something you wrote about. In your online application, it said all of my children's births were insanely fast and easy, all under three yeah. hours. But the best mm-hmm. one is you delivered. Uh, is it Toby mm-hmm. in your car? Yep, yep. So-
5: Toby car? was born in the front seat of our van. I, I- oh, uh, wow. was wow. Red birth. Was um, anybody helping you with the,
0: You know, was the their father driving, or did the ambulance well,
5: come? At least the dad was driving. So my husband was driving. Um, And you delivered. Yes. It took him about, I think I want to say that Toby delivered himself. So. We were at a 4th of July party the night before. And uh, everyone was like, you know, I think you're going to go into labor. You should let us keep your kids. And I was like, no, everyone is like, you know, having fun. It's 4th July, having some drinks. I'm like, I'm not too comfortable. So I take all my kids with me. We get home and my husband's like, can you just give me like two hours or four hours of sleep before you go into labor? And I'm like, well, I prefer like seven or eight, you know? Mm-hmm. So we get home and about an hour and a half later, I wake him up, I'm like, um, my water just broke. Oh, uh-huh. gosh. And he's like, Oh, that's not good because every time my water had broken with the other two, it was less than 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. So we were like, yeah, no more warning signs. Like, it's time to go. So we jump in the car. We call, at the time, my 18-year-old brother because, again, holiday night, everyone's having fun. Sure. And I'm like, hey, uncle, you get two kids. Meet me at the gas station because we're also out of gas, so we got to get gas before we go to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's typical us. Yeah. Uh, so we run to the gas station. My husband goes and just throws him a twenty dollar bill. We get about five dollars, and I'm like, Nip, just take the kids and go. Leave the gas. We gotta go. We gotta,
2: gotta go, go, go." <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah. And my husband is a videographer, so he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna make this really cute video of." Our story with Toby, so we're, like, trying to record the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We're driving down the highway, and then we call 911, and they're like, pull over, wait for an ambulance. I'm like, by the time you get here, we could be at the hospital, so just meet me at the hospital. I'm not pulling over.
2: Yeah, they have to say that. So we're
5: driving, and my husband looks over, and he goes, well, you're taking your pants off, so I'm gonna pull over.
6: But <laughs> so
0: by rib- the
5: time he had gotten pulled over and to me, Toby was already out and in my arms. Oh my
0: wow. god. Wow. That is crazy.
5: So from water breaking to baby was like thirty six minutes. Oh yeah. wow.
2: And but your but your other two had gone off with their uncle by this point, right? Yeah. Or did they witness this whole thing?
5: No,
0: they were uh with they,
2: their off. They were off with the uncle that you met at the gas station.
0: What I always wonder and when I hear about these kinds of births that just happen really quickly cuz I always, you know, like I imagine the drug-free birth, right? With the no pain meds, no epidural, no nothing. right? And, and these women who push for hours and hours and hours and tolerate that kind of pain, right? Yeah. These women are right. amazing to me. When they come really fast like that, is there, I mean, is it just like a, a sharp pain that's there for a second and it's done? Or is it happening so fast you don't even notice?
5: Um, so all three of mine were natural and medicated because the babies chose it that way. Yeah. And my husband makes fun of me because I say like, I miss labor. I don't miss being pregnant. I were happy with three kids, but I miss labor. And he's like, you are weird. I'm like, but I don't remember any of it. Like, I just like, I don't feel like I had enough time to like. Embrace it. So, yeah, you hardly, I don't remember any pain,
0: really. It's just during. like, phew. adrenaline. That's interesting. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah.
0: You That's, miss yeah. labor. But you, yeah. <laughs> you feel like you missed that experience of ha- of being in the hospital and the whole push, push, right. okay, rest, breathe, breathe. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Bear down.
2: Wait, I, I bet there's, you know, a woman or two out there listening that wouldn't mind trading places know, with your situation. Like, <laughs> oh,
0: God,
5: what a dream. What a dream. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy I those story. Those women are the troopers.
2: Yeah. Wow. And now you got three boys. You, you, it's. I think the first step is admitting that you're overly involved. Are you going to be a helicopter parent, Brittany?
5: I feel like I probably already am. <laughs> now, I say that in a manner like they know I'm always there. Like if we go on a play date, I'm not dropping them off at the birthday party. I'm staying the whole time. But I'm also the ones like, hey, go jump off that thing. Hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's build this and jump off. That's
6: awesome. That's funny. That's great.
5: So.
0: Yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Welcome Welcome to the club.
5: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, let's do this because I hear that uh, you're also a huge fan of the 1K letter of the day.
5: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: What's your favorite letter?
5: (laughs) Oh. Well, now that I'm put on the spot, like, you know, you can't think of letters, so. Um,
0: if you were playing the game, which letter know. would you want? Maybe, like, S. S? Which S is, is also her shirt size, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Letter S. All right, oh, Jeff. It's correct. All right, put, uh, put 30 seconds on the clock. Let's go. 30 seconds on the oh, clock. Goodness. All right. All right. With Going with the for the letter S. S. Yep. You're not going to get a penny if you if you win, but we're going to let you not, play. Not playing for money. Just playing penny. for fun. Yeah. This is just fun. So the pressure is off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go with the letter right. S. Name something you do while watching football. Dream. A team. Seattle. Something orange. Shirt. A snack. Mm. You got to pass faster sure. than that. Something you push. Stroller. Uh-huh. Something juicy. Yep. An office supply. Taples. A farm animal. Ah. A sheep. Aww. Sheep. You know, you did pretty good. Sheep. For not anticipating having to play, you did pretty good. Yeah, I think I counted six. <laughs> I got six. Did you Five get six? Five or six. Yeah. Five yeah. or six, yep. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs>
2: Being put on a spot nice. like that, right? All right. right, well, we love you, Brittany. Yeah. yeah, we love talking to you.
5: Welcome, welcome to
0: the club.
2: Well, we love
5: you too, guys. Say, we love you, Q102. We love
0: you, Q102. <laughs> we love you, Q-102. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> take it easy on your mom, boys.
2: Have a great rest of your day. Yep. Hey, we're gonna get you, uh, we're gonna get your jersey and uh, all that good stuff. Get you set up so at some point you need to talk to her.
3: You oh, want real quick? I do. Yeah, just okay.
2: for a second. I almost okay. hung up on you, so we don't want to do. Yeah.
6: Uh, hold on. You know, hold Tim on. Tim
2: needs to talk to you. <laughs>
6: oh, okay.
2: and you get an on-demand song request of oh, your choice, right. and it says here that uh, you love Imagine Dragons' Believer.
5: Yeah. Uh, all right,
2: we're gonna play that for you right now. I'll put
5: you on Theodore. hold. Uh.
0: All <laughs> right, don't hang up.
5: All
1: right.
0: Carol's got her (laughs) hand. Yes, she does. She
1: sure does. (laughs) This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Well, if you missed it this morning,
2: I'm talking about Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner, who having a rough go. Had her child support reduced to only sixty-three thousand dollars a month.
3: I mean, how do you do it? How do you live on that?
0: I know, it's gotta be hard.
3: More than what most people live on in an entire year.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, okay. I know she's got three kids, but. And they're expensive
0: kids. They're kids that have been raised rich already. How could you possibly live on that? I mean, she's going to have to get a job now. She's going to have to get a job. And what kind of job is she qualified to do? I mean, is she going to be able to get a job that's going to, uh, you know, supplement her income to the degree that it needs supplemented?
2: I guess she asked for one hundred sixty one thousand five hundred ninety two. I don't know how they came up with that figure Hmm. or how she came up with that figure. But that's what she was asking for. One hundred sixty one thousand five hundred ninety two dollars per month. Wow. That's Uh, a lot of money. Judge said you will get sixty three thousand dollars a month. Twenty one thousand dollars per child. Comes out to $756,000 a year for all three of them. Um, and uh, she says she's got to enter the workforce now to be able to supplement her income because 63000 a month is not enough. Okay. Okay. She said, I will look into the steps I need to take and any schooling I need to do, and I will enter the workforce. <laughs>
0: I wonder if she's ever been in the workforce. I wonder, you know, they were married, what, 18 years? And she's, is she in her 40s somewhere, I think? So I wonder, I wonder what she was doing before Kevin, BK, before Kevin.
2: Because Real Housewives, they're not all, I mean, a lot of them are single, right? Yeah, I you know, believe so. The, the name it's of the not, show is Real Housewives, but they're either, not if, if they're not
0: currently, right. And they still,
2: you know. Oh, there's a spinoff series, The Real Ex-Housewives.
0: Yeah, there you go.
2: Of Insert City Here. Yeah. In court last week, she said that living a luxurious life was, quote, in the kid's DNA at this point.
0: And that's probably true. I mean, it'll be an incredible adjustment for them if it is, in fact, a huge lifestyle change. You think it would be
2: as much of a lifestyle adjustment for the kids as it sounds like it's going to be for her?
0: Well, you know, here's what I kind of imagine. They probably run around with other kids that are super rich. What if, you know, a trip to... Aspen. Or something comes up and they have to go to their friends and say... The Maldives. I can't go. We can't afford it. Right. Like, what? (laughs) I imagine that will be kind of hard for them when they never ever had to not be able to do something because of money. Well, yeah.
2: if they're true friends, they'll be like, whatever. My dad's got billions. It's fine. God,
0: don't you remember the movie Pretty in Pink? Oh, God. <laughs> it was a million years <laughs> ago. Yeah. But there's always a teenage movie. I'm sure there are plenty more where, you know, there's the, the poor kid that always is getting picked on right. by all the, of the kids, kids at school. The rich, that popular kids. all the kids. money, right?
3: And the nice clothes.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. Hey, you can drive an old Buick and shop at Old Navy and you'll be A-OK.
0: Yeah. But in the moment, it doesn't feel like it. At the time.
2: $63,000. <laughs> That's a lot true. of Old Navy. So
4: Times great. are tough for many Americans. But for some, they're even tougher. But now you can help. Recently, Christine Baumgartner discovered she'll only receive a measly $63,000 a month for child support. That's a paltry $21,000 a month for each of the three children. Sure, it adds up to $756,000 a year. But keep in mind, they're teenagers. Do you have any idea how much teens cost these days? Times are so tough, Christine is considering the unthinkable actually going to work to help make ends meet. Don't let this happen. Please give whatever you can to the My Kids Are Used to Luxury Fund. Christine will count your donations while the teens are staying at their dad's. Because no kid should have to attend middle school wearing Skechers.
1: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
5: I enjoy beer. Love beer. What a great guy. I uh, I used to work in a, a microbrewery out west. I used to bartend, and there was 38 beers on tap. Delicious. It was awesome. I'd get so excited. People come in and be like, "Hey, we got ambers. We got porters. We got ales." And everyone come in at the same reaction. They see all the taps. They go, "Oh yeah, uh, uh. Just take a bud. There's a highest selling beer, bud. And I figured out why. It's because it's only one syllable. I figured the only way to outsell bud is to brew a beer and call it less than one syllable. Like a sound. Like, ehhh.
2: It's Aaron Foley. Jeff and Jay, Cincinnati's Q102. You just
3: had a bud last week, didn't you? Or two? Always. Yeah. <laughs> I don't discriminate. that's no. Had some mad Tree last week. They got a new beer out. Got some Braxton going this weekend. They got Covington Oktoberfest. Expanded down 6th Street this year. Look forward to that. Well, coming up, the best beer for your Zodiac sign. Ooh,
6: okay. Ooh, there I'll we go. That a little
2: bit. But first, let's begin this hour's news that didn't make the news with Bengals fans. Yeah. It's hard to believe, but it's already NFL season. And uh, the first game is tonight between the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. Hmm? There is a new analysis out on the most annoying fan bases in the NFL, however, and you know
0: We can't it's... be on that list. There's no way.
2: Well, there was one <laughs> glaring omission from this list. Was there? Yeah. They base it on social media posts. Okay. So it must be legit. Yep. I guess that would be where sports fans would be the most annoying, right? On social media. Well, they're in Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here are the top ten. They say the Dallas Cowboys fans are the most annoying. Really? I thought for sure it would be the Eagles. Yeah, I, I guess the Eagles and Cowboys. Obnoxious.
3: Having lived in Arkansas for six years, yeah, I can, I can agree with the Cowboys thing. But the Philadelphia Eagles were second.
2: Followed by Buffalo Bills fans, Kansas City Chiefs fans, Green Bay Packers fans. those that, That's your top five So the good news is we're not in the top five, but we are number six. Wow. Followed by the Chicago Bears, New York Jets, New York Giants, Baltimore Ravens. How did Pittsburgh not hit
3: this list? I know. Yeah, for real. That would be my third pick.
0: Who else hates the, like, what other teams do not get along with Pittsburgh other than us? Well,
3: probably all the regional ones. So like Cleveland, Ravens, Buffalo. Yeah.
0: Does Cleveland get along with anybody?
3: Well, Cleveland Brown fan
2: base, the Cleveland Browns fan base is 11th. And it's unclear why they're so an- annoying. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe all those. Wait until next year, Chance. The least annoying fan base is the Jacksonville Jaguars.
6: Who?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that might be why. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of NFL fans, a new survey says that approximately 73.5 million Americans, or 28. Percent of the adult population are
3: planning to bet on the NFL this season.
0: I don't know if I've ever bet on a football game.
3: I've never bet like the official, like you know that we right. have like the gambling that's legal on our phone. But I definitely do the the fantasy football.
0: Do you enjoy that? Is that fun for you?
3: Uh, I watch all the game. I watch the Bengals every Sunday mm-hmm. usually. So it, I have three Bengals on my fantasy team. Yeah, so that you hand-pick? it Just kind of, I pick them. Yeah. Okay. But it keeps it gives me an excuse excuse to kind of play along. So how often do you
0: get together with your fantasy
3: football group? Uh, well, we do one to pick all with the the draft. Uh-huh. Right, it's just an excuse to hang out and drink beer and have, sure. have pizza. We hang out with that group every other week. We have okay. like, we have a dinner slash game night.
0: Okay, so, so you see get those together guys yeah. every other week. Nice.
3: Some other, uh, Bengals stats for you too. Forbes puts out a list of the most valuable NFL teams. Yeah. And the Bengals jumped way up, uh, at least in the numbers. We moved up 17% to be valued at $3.5 billion. Wow. Now that still has us at dead last on the list. But, uh, Forbes kind of spit out some numbers. They said the Bengals make roughly 498 million per year. With an operating budget of about one oh four million a year. Hmm. Huh. Do the math. So they're doing all right. So do the math. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and then Joe Burrow talked to the media yesterday for the first time since his calf injury. Yeah. And they kind of said they asked him, you know, hey, how's the contract thing going? And he's like, this is where I want to be my whole career. We're working towards making that happen. Uh that's the last thing on my mind right now. I'm thinking about beating the Browns. And uh it looks like he's gonna play. They didn't give a solid Yes. Yeah. But it, I, it looks like he's going to play on Sunday. Cool. His agent
2: is really good at coaching him on on how to handle those questions cuz he just seems very well prepared
3: he you know, always, with those answers.
0: I've never seen him like struggle in a press conference. No. I think it comes very natural to him.
3: I like when he makes himself laugh.
0: Yeah, like when he wore the wrong jersey. <laughs> yeah. But
2: yeah, the point he was making was that he's just one small part of what's going on in, in the front office. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking about the contract negotiations. He says, you know, look, I mean, we're making progress. They're getting stuff done.
0: I'm not worried about it. I'm
2: not worried about
0: it. I want to spend my whole career here. where I want to
2: be. Yeah. Uh, they're getting stuff done. I'm just one small part of that. I mean, it's coached, but it's well-executed. It's right. good. There's a, a lot He's of, got a great agent.
3: Yeah, a lot of rumors going around yesterday on the Internet, on social media about the terms of his contracts per sources. I have no idea if any of this has been verified or anything, but five-year, $53 million make him the highest paid NFL player 265 million guaranteed 100 million signing bonus 15 million roster bonus each year Can you
0: imagine?
3: Oh my god. If that's even true. There are a lot of sources claiming that's it, but I, I that's can't just confirm so that. So
0: much money.
3: Where is the
2: threshold wow. where it it doesn't even matter? Like where it would it wouldn't impact your quality of life? What's that what's that
0: number? I don't where... know if such a number exists because everything I have heard about having a whole lot of money that It just it never you never have enough that it feels like you never have enough. And when you get it, there was some survey of people who were worth at least 40 million dollars and they were asked, you know, like about your happiness level and, you know, what do you worry about? And they every single one of them said they're worried
3: about losing it somehow losing all their... They're mean, making the wrong decisions and their choices every day then.
0: <laughs>
3: well, and they're
0: not necessarily. I mean, they're li- everything is going well for them. Everything is going great, but they're still terrified that they're going to lose it. And mm-hmm. they live like that every day. So I, I think we like to romanticize I wonder if that's having they were lots poor of money. Once. No, like I, I don't think Like I hear that from so. people
2: who were poor yeah. once it, because they know what it's like. They know what it's like to feel helpless. They know what it's like to struggle and they don't ever want so and if they they're lucky to back enough back to, to find some success right yeah.
0: but i think it's even i don't know i don't know i think we get i think we over romanticize what it's cuz i think with the money comes a lot of stress a lot of pressure you know the more money you have the more things you have to take care of and handle and manage yeah, I mean, I,
2: I read about these contract disputes that sometimes pop up with professional athletes. Like, you know, they'll be battling over, uh, let's say, you know, a five-year contract. Uh, at a, you know, they're offering one twenty, and and the player wants one seventy. Like,
0: how is how that does fifty that million g- really going to make a difference? What, right? Like it, it gets or to a point where it's about ego, right? Yeah, where it's about, well, uh, this guy over there is making this much money. Am I not worth what he? Are you telling me I'm not worth what that guy's worth? You know, when he looks, you know, it, I don't think Joe Burrow is doing this, but you know, if he's looking around the league at other quarterbacks, I'm sure his agent is doing this. Yeah. But looking around the and saying, "All right, listen, you're way more talented than that guy. You've done way more for this team than that guy's done for the for his. You deserve this money." Yeah. I mean, isn't that the talk? Why he isn't another rumor with the contract that he's wanting a shorter deal because he wants that power to negotiate in another three or five years when the landscape has changed and there are other quarterbacks that are making even more money three years from now because the NFL is just making more and more money all the time and salaries are going up all the time.
2: It's not a bad play if you stay healthy.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah because he doesn't want to end up being, you know, if he signs a long-term deal in five years, he doesn't want to be the quarterback making the least amount of money in the NFL because his deal is so old, and they didn't do a good job of projecting how much. I think it's all very fascinating and complicated. And
2: Yeah, it's not football, but you remind me of Scottie Pippen, who signed a long-term deal. They got him at a bargain.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then they, you know.
0: And that's where fear comes in, too. Like you said, as long as he doesn't get hurt. So is there, you know, this fear when you're signing the deal of like, oh, my God, what happens if I get hurt next season and I'm done forever? I should sign this long-term deal so they have to pay me no matter what.
2: Yeah. So what do you want? you want job security? Uh Uh-huh. Or you want a fast buck now?
3: I don't know. I'm going to go with somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah, this is why I would definitely need an agent, <laughs> a really good one, Either so way. just figure it out.
3: Excited about the game on Sunday. I know,
0: yeah. I know. So cool to have it back. February feels like forever ago, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
3: Well,
2: you can bet in person in Kentucky now.
3: That starts today, right? Yeah. When does the, like, the phone stuff start? Does that also start today or is that down the road? Like on the sports uh, betting
0: apps? Mm, I don't know.
3: You know, they say
2: that with all the people who are betting in sports now, it's 28% of the adult population that are participating in some form of sports betting. And it's mostly due to the growth of online sports betting and the changing laws in many states. Licensed sports, book have, licensed sports books have launched in 34 states, including Massachusetts and Ohio, which opened up earlier this year. I don't think any state's going to send you to jail for paying 20 bucks to be in your brother's fantasy league. But Kentucky is, uh, I guess, in person for now, right?
6: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: So you got to make the drive to Turfway. Or the one in Newport, too. That new one in Newport. I haven't been over there yet, but they got gambling there in that old shopping center.
2: I don't have any interest in gambling. I just, I I don't want to go down that road.
0: Yeah. See, sports betting, I don't know. That just doesn't feel like much fun to me it feels just very passive it's like you place the bet and then you just have to sit and wait and watch (laughs) you're more of a craps girl yes I want action I want to lose my money right in front of me really quickly
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q102 letters a b c one thousand dollars it's the one k letter of the day on q102
2: morning carol how are you
5: i am doing great how about yourself i'm
2: pretty good you Fantastic. a beer drinker you ever drink beer <laughs>
3: uh ran when i'm after cutting the grass hot and sweaty oh that thing. sounds good oh uh-huh. that sounds like
2: yeah it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's uh, national beer lovers day and uh, I have a list of the best beer for your Zodiac sign. Oh. What, what is your Zodiac sign, Carol?
5: I am a Leo.
2: Leo. So for you, that would be Corona beer. Huh. Because yeah. it's Spanish. Corona is Spanish for crown. And Leo is the sign of royalty. Oh, so oh I like
6: that. Corona
2: is your beer. Okay. Now, Jen is a Gemini. Correct. Uh, Budweiser is Bud. her beer.
0: <laughs> the king of beers. <laughs> this is
2: some nonsense about Gemini's being good liars and Budweiser being good at marketing. See, that's
0: what's so funny is I'm a horrible liar.
2: Keep saying that.
0: I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> I suck at it. Wink, wink. It's exhausting.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tim, you're uh, you, you and I are both Scorpios. Yeah. For us, it's Guinness. Okay. Oh. Because Scorpios are mysterious, and Guinness has been very tight-lipped when it comes to their trade secrets. to say because we're dark. That's the
3: a little, little dark for me. Little.
5: A sick. Little too dark.
3: Yes. <laughs> I don't think they're wrong though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My father's side of the family is Irish, so that works out for me. Uh, but yeah, some other ones here, some other notable ones. Aries, your beers, Modelo. Mm. Uh, uh Taurus, yours is Miller High Life because you love a good time and a fine bargain. <laughs> mm. yeah. Cancer, your beer is Blue Moon because cancers are ruled by the moon. Mm. And let's see what else. Virgo, Michelob Ultra because Virgos are health conscious and Michelob Ultra is so watered down, it's sometimes <laughs> called the Gatorade of beers.
3: <laughs> I like Ultra as long as it's really really cold. I think it's That was
0: my I Michelob Light I think was my beer for long time uh libra pbr Paps blue
2: ribbon libra's love fairness and equality and pbr loved by everyone from factory workers to hipsters and then sagittarius sapporo beer because you're adventurous and so is the guy who created it capricorn capricorn your beer is yingling aquarius yours is stella artois and pisces your beer is heineken because you love pleasing people and the guy who founded their ad department once said, "I don't sell beer; I sell enjoyment."
0: Oh, there mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm.
2: So now you know. Now we're going to try to win Carol a thousand dollars and whatever beer she chooses.
5: <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, a lot of beer. Oh,
2: yeah, right. it would. All right. Uh, where'd my uh, thing it's, it's go? A, I don't know. What'd you do with your thing? Uh, you open up <laughs> this envelope and see what your letter is. Hmm. You know, we had our new Best Friends Club member inducted this morning. And she did like a little mock round of the 1K letter of the day. She picked her own letter. Wasn't playing for money, just for fun. Picked the letter S. She got six. Not bad for being put on the spot. Today you Mm -hmm. got the letter G, though. And you're playing for real money.
3: Okay. I'll play for real money.
2: Real deal. So we got 30 seconds on the clock.
0: Don't repeat any of your answers and pass quickly. Okay? Okay. Okay.
2: Here we go. Here we go.
0: Uh, what's the letter again? G. G it is. With the letter G, name something you do on an airplane. Gag. Something brown. GMC. A fruit. Pass. A purse brand. Gucci. How Some, about grapes for a fruit? Something you drink. Gin. Something frozen. Pass. Something you bake. Geta. A ginger. Or a singer. Ginger. A website. Spice. A website? Yeah. Google.com. A good present. Gumdrop.
3: Ah. Is that all said?
2: <laughs> I counted uh, did, I, did I? did I screw that up?
0: I don't think you did. Let's go through it. I got I think g- she got gag. it. I
2: what? got Are number one which read down the questions, I'll Some, give you what her answers is. Something were. you
0: do on an airplane. Yag. something brown. GMC. A fruit. Grapes. A purse brand. Gucci. Something you drink. Uh what did she say? A gin. Uh, gin, right, gin. right. Yeah. Something frozen. Couldn't
2: read my own handwriting.
0: Something frozen.
2: Oh, that's the one she you skipped.
0: Dag on it. Something you bake. Yada. A singer.
2: A uh, ginger, ginger spice. <laughs> yes.
0: I don't know why when I looked at Singer, I said ginger. That was very funny. A website. I Google dot com. A good present. Oh, I didn't even get to that, did I?
2: No, you did you Gumdrops. Gum yeah, gum drops. yeah <laughs> she, you said gumdrops. She yeah. got nine, yeah. so hey, I, I, I jumped the gun.
0: You did. Yeah. Premature right celebration hey, over the boss there. Is but so close. In.
2: Not the first time. Nope. Hey, going, Jeff,
5: just say you missed that little piece of paper that said I could skip one.
6: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. yeah. She
5: had one free pass. <laughs> and one free pass. That's so yeah. funny. Oh, my oh, so, God. Oh, so oh, close. Please.
6: All
0: right. Well, oh,
5: that was close. Dag on. I got to get in tomorrow then. Woo. Yep.
0: Yep. You were, you were on the roll. And with the letter G, that's impressive. Golly. Hi, okay. <laughs> she says. <laughs>
2: <laughs> This is good talking to you anyway. You too.
5: Yeah. Well, enjoy your day. You, you too. too.
3: Thanks, Carol. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. When I picked up the phone and told her she was caller 20 during the song, she goes, oh, sweet buttermilk. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I've never heard that. Great. I love that. I said, start using that. Sweet buttermilk. That's funny. Mm.
6: So,
2: goodness. you know, all this talk about AI, for better or for worse. Yes. Because everybody's an expert on AI now, mm-hmm. it's a matter of time before AI could actually be your new boss in the future.
0: Can you imagine? A
2: new study says that's the direction it's going. Yeah, that's where it's trending.
6: Hmm.
0: How's that going to work exactly?
2: Well, I guess you you log on to a computer, yeah, and you're given a list of instructions according to the computer. So that could be applied, I guess, you know, to any number of businesses. Okay, maybe logistics, accounting, hmm. maybe even radio. Ooh, yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, what are we even going to need people for? You know, well, and how are be? I just don't, you know.
2: I mean, you'd be surprised, you know, Q102 is very unique in the sense that we are, that we have live DJs.
0: Yeah. I mean, becoming more and more rare.
2: You could get on the radio dial
3: and and you hear what sound like live DJs, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them are tracked. Pre recorded from LA in the middle of the night by someone that doesn't live here but is pretending to. Right.
2: But I mean, you can count on one hand probably the amount of local stations that have live human bodies. Yep. In real time. Yep. And we used to say back when when they started coming up with automation technology in radio, oh, they'll never replace the human.
0: Weren't we the first two to voice track? Weren't we, like, I well, want to say, when they first started making that yeah, when, available? Uh, yeah, I think we were. When they started hiring DJs from larger markets to voice track shows in smaller markets.
2: Right. What Jen's talking about, back in the day, back in in the 90s, I guess, we worked together in Tampa. We, we both worked on the same... Top 40 station.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And we were purchased by Clear Channel, which is now iHeart. Mm-hmm. But at the time, they were Clear Channel, which was this, I mean, they were a
0: We called monster. them the evil empire. Oh, the, just this <laughs> mon-
6: huge empire. company. Yeah.
2: Just gobbling up stations left and right, <laughs> you know, consolidating. And so all the small markets, they started firing all the DJs. And so they came to us and they said, hey, uh, you want to make some extra money? We need you to voice track a radio station in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for... Piddly money. Yeah, it wasn't much. But it also, it took us 20 minutes to basically voice track a four-hour show for this station in Kentucky. And at that point, I had never set foot in Lexington, Kentucky.
0: Right. Neither of us had. I never had either.
2: In fact, I don't think I had ever set foot in Kentucky. I don't think so. I don't
6: think I
0: had either. We had no idea. We had no idea.
2: Yeah. What but, we were talking about. It, it, but it, it took the local out of it because you couldn't really, you couldn't reference anything. Like, you couldn't talk about the weather. You couldn't. No.
0: Couldn't talk about the football team. Right. Yeah, you know, Or nothing.
2: Yeah. But that started happening more and more and more. And now, like, they, they don't even pay people extra for it it's just like part of your job and you know that a lot of those guys now they're quote unquote voice tracking or pre-recording yeah multiple stations
0: so there's no real gig. place for new people to learn like the small market jobs right just and, aren't there and the
2: stations aren't local you know they don't have that local feel yeah so in that event if you were listening to one you know they if if they were talking about the Bengals or something local, it would be very sort of generic. Yeah, very general. Yes. So now they're saying that AI could eventually be your new boss in the future. Uh, That's assuming a, a human is still in the job. Yeah. To have an, you know, to have an AI to oversee, I guess. But can you imagine what that would sound like? Attention employee number 63918752. Oh, that's me. Our parking lot camera interface showed you arriving 5 minutes and 17 seconds late. Video footage shows you cramming an egg McMuffin in your pie hole and inhaling an order of hash browns in your car before entering the building. A photo scan also reveals that you are wearing the same shirt and pants as yesterday. This is unacceptable. I overheard Tracy in accounting talking about your lack of hygiene. Please comply
7: with the company policy or your compensation will be docked accordingly. Now get back to work. Big Brother is watching.
1: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.